Here's a memo to Mr Erdogan. It's about the 50, mate. It's not about you. It's been a very long week, we were just saying, as we came into the studio, and everyone in the office as well. Uh, one of the longest I've ever experienced uh, in Talkback because of this roller coaster ride that we're on, our feelings all triggered by the events of less than a week ago. Uh, each day I do three hours of Talkback. Uh, each day the basic topic so far has been the same. We've introduced other topics, but you've wanted to talk this, and this is good. The Christchurch massacre. But under that broad headline has been myriads of other big, big topics, and it's been rugged. Last half hour of yesterday's show was interesting. Uh, Jacinda Ardern had just given her daily press conference, and we took it live, and it announced two minutes of silence to be held on Friday, and then she took questions from the media. It's interesting that the media has now been swollen by foreign correspondents, so they asked different sorts of questions in a different sort of way. A British voice asked her to criticise Donald Trump. She refused. She said it was about New Zealand right now and the victims and Christchurch. And then another uh, foreign journalist, I presume, uh, asked her to answer back to the words and actions of President Erdogan of Turkey, who played the video to a campaign rally and said some pretty amazing stuff. Again, though, she demurred, saying her focus was Christchurch. And it was quite dramatic. It was a moment when a wee bit of the shine went off our glittering PM. And all of a sudden, the talkback, which had been talking about how well she had done, turned just a little bit. And we did have calls saying what happened then was weak, which I understood. What President Erdogan said about New Zealanders and Australians on the campaign trail was beyond the pale. To show the killer's video at an election campaign meeting is disgusting. To tell his people that... Australians and New Zealanders were coming to their country, and if they wanted to do what a lone nutter did in Christchurch, then, mate, you're going to be sent home in caskets, just like your grandfather's, was unbelievably provocative. To do all this a month before Anzac Day was worse than foolhardy. It was reckless, dangerous, and frankly unhinged. And what upsets me most about it, because you can tell I'm a bit angry, is that what President Erdogan said can't be unsaid. There are 80 million people in Turkey. Guess what? 98% of them are Muslim. You come out, you tell all these Turks this sort of stuff. Let's just say 1% of them are a little crazy and deranged and owning weapons. Then that's only, oh, what, 800,000 people who have just been given a great idea for a bit of revenge when emotion is already flying high. I cannot believe he said that publicly. And what has he said back? Erdogan's reply has been in an opinion piece published in the Washington Post saying nice things about us. That's not good enough. I bet he didn't even write it. A PR flacker said, it's all taken out of context. I've read the context. I see where you can get that, but nah. Winston Peters' reply was, well, it wasn't a New Zealander that committed the atrocity, but an Australian. Well, there's blame shifting right there. Scott Morrison must have been thinking, gee, thanks, Winston. Winston is uh, on his way to visit Turkey. He's going to give someone a stern talking to. I doubt he'll get anywhere near Erdogan. So, yeah, yesterday when Jacinda Ardern was on the telly, on the BBC Live, on Al Jazeera Live, on CNN Live, I was watching it on CNN Live, talking to the world after what President Erdogan did in public, I would have liked her to say, uh, look down the camera and say, President Erdogan, you actually need to apologise out of your own mouth and you need to talk to your people. And you need to make sure they are calm. I would have liked her to say what a Turk said on Twitter, that 
Uh, Mr. President of Turkey, by replying to the deranged words of a racist murderer, you have enhanced his so-called manifesto against your people. You have elevated him, but she didn't. So, yeah, you could say she was weak, but it was just a moment. And then the talk back turned again. And our final caller of the day said to me, look, I know you're not going to like this, but basically I want to get stuck into all of Islam. And I went, do you really want to now, mate? So I hung up. It was the wrong time. And this is why this week has been so exhausting, up, down, round. Because at the very moment that my last caller wanted to talk about all of Islam, at that very moment, a person was being buried at the memorial cemetery. Just the third of 50, 50. The scenes I saw of yesterday at the time this guy wanted to get stuck into all of Islam, the scenes I've seen of yesterday were extraordinary. It's like a movie. Crowds of Muslims, swirling dust, mountains of dirt, bodies swaddled in cloth, carried on shoulders, tears, survivors arriving on wheelchairs. Shame on Erdogan. Shame on that last caller. And I realised the Prime Minister may have been weak at that moment, but she was also right. It hasn't even been seven days. It hasn't been a week. They're not even buried. Mr. Erdogan, it's still about Christchurch. It's still about the survivors. It's still about the 50, and it's still about their families.